from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hi, I'm Graham VK4 Baker Baker with the national news from the WIA for week commencing April 19, 2020. VK QRP Club QRP Hours Contest. This item will still be current for all who access our early edition of the news, but if you're listening Sunday or worse, the Monday broadcasts, it's reached its use-by date. So before any more time beats us, the QRP course contest runs Saturday, April 18, starting at 10.00 UTC on Saturday evening or 8pm local time in the east, 7.30 in Central Australia and 6pm in the west. With more, Andrew, VK1DA. Please take a look at the rules which you can find on the VKQRP Club website. Just look for the contests page using the menu at the top of any page of the site. What power can you run in this event? Well, any power you're licensed for. But if you want to be considered a QRP station, an output power of 10 watts peak on SSB or 5 watts on CW and digital modes is considered QRP. If you wish to run your normal power of 100 or more watts, please mark your log with the power used. Every contact you make in the event with QRP stations is appreciated. It makes it more fun if there are more contacts available. If we have good conditions on 80 metres, it should be quite feasible for contacts to be made across the continent and across the Tasman to the 2ZL. As the contest runs on Saturday night, it will be over by the time this news broadcast goes to air on Sunday. So for those who did operate in the contest, please submit your log. It gives us a good idea of how much interest there is in the event. In the last few years, we've also run an event on 40 metres in October. Conditions have not really been favourable for the contest on 40 metres, but we still expect to try it again in October this year. 73s, this has been Andrew, VK1DA, for the VKQRP Club. If you're playing with QRP and there's one of these next items I'm about to mention in the area, you've got no chance. Australia to supply IED-defeating devices to Afghanistan. Department of Defence will work with Australian industry to manufacture and deliver more than 15,000 life-saving Silver Shield units to the Afghanistan National Defence and Security Forces this year. Silver Shield is the latest in-vehicle mounted system being developed under the Red Wing program, which provides protection against radio-controlled improvised explosive devices. Since 2015, Australian industry, in collaboration with Defence, has produced and exported more than 224,000 individual and vehicle-mounted Red Wing systems. Final assembly of Silver Shield units is taking place in Brisbane. Amendments allow telcos to deploy temporary facilities. The Federal Government has amended the Telecommunications Low Impact Facilities Determination 2018 and the Telecommunications Code of Practice 2018 to enable carriers to deploy temporary capabilities as approved low impact facilities in certain circumstances including emergencies. These include cells on wheels for temporary cellular network coverage and networks on wheels which can be deployed by NBN code to provide temporary NBN services. This summer's severe bushfires in Australia demonstrated the importance of the telecommunications carriers making use of their temporary network assets to provide quality services to Australian families and businesses, said the Minister for Communications, Cyber Safety and the Arts, Paul Fletcher. In the aftermath of the bushfires, when safe to do so, the telcos deployed temporary facilities to keep impacted communities connected. WIA News, Directors Resigned. 
Mike VK8MA and John VK4JJW. Now this week I heard from both Mike and John to say they had resigned, effective as of Wednesday the 15th, from the board. These were the only two directors who replied when I queried them as to who was going to give this week's board comment. The board comment, of course, to let us as members know what our WIA is doing for us. I did receive a call from Aidan when I asked both President and Vice President to clarify a news item written by Amateur Radio Newsline about a poll. Yes, poll number two was open to all VK amateurs, and VK4 APN was to give a recorded background on it and poll number three about to be launched. Unfortunately, that has not arrived, so in Aidan's place, here is that American written report on the Australian poll, read by yours truly. With the hope of making the Foundation licence even more accessible and attractive to newcomers, the WIA recently completed a poll of holders of the VK call sign asking about changes that could be made to the syllabus. The poll contained recommendations from the WIA Syllabus Review Panel, which was formed last year. All Australian amateurs were asked to weigh in on such changes as the introduction of new knowledge elements to the test, which the review team opposed, and whether exams should utilise predefined Australian standard schematic symbols in cases where ISO, IEC standard symbols are not available. The review panel told the poll takers it recommended that change. The WIA poll was conducted in response to an inquiry from the Australian Communications and Media Authority, which created an amateur radio syllabus review panel last year. The results of the survey will be forwarded to the Australian Communications and Media Authority. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Graham Kemp, VK4BB. I have to say nicely read, Graham. <laughs> now, one breath of fresh air is the work WIA Director-Elect VK3GK Lee Moyle is already doing for We Hams. Felix will have Lee join him during operational news with what he's planned in how our WIA celebrated World Amateur Radio Day and also our 110-year anniversary. Also joining Felix will be Graham Alston, VK3GA, WIA Awards Manager, with a look at our new DXCC certificates. Now, just ahead of Jason, VK2LAW and the international news, this news has more than just a little international flavouring, be it from right here in VK. Joining us is Hit Radio, none other than VK4HIT and Alan Roebuck. Well, we've all been hearing that we should stay at home and self-isolate. But what do we do when we're at home? For many of us amateurs, that presents a great opportunity to get on the air and chat to others, to make new friends, something that most of us have been saying for a long time that we didn't have time for. Well, time is now in abundance due to the current pandemic. Recently, on Saturday, April 4, Ipswich and District Radio Club reacquainted themselves with their sister club, the Maple Ridge Amateur Radio Club in British Columbia in Canada. Through the efforts of Dave, VA7DBJ, and Greg, VK4GJW, an on-air meeting of club members was organised through an IRLP link-up using each club's IRLP repeater on both sides of the globe. With Paul, VA7XQ, doing an excellent job of net controller, the cats were herded, introductions were made, and both clubs ended up learning a lot more about each other and how we are all making our way through this uncomfortable time. Approximately 20 members from the Maple Ridge Club chatted with six members from the Ipswich Club and a great time of chatting and fellowship was had by all, lasting for nearly two and a half hours. 
Feedback from members on both sides was very positive, with everyone enjoying their time of getting to know one another and reinvigorating the sister club partnership that was first formed back in 2011. Both clubs have vowed to keep the contact going, and this can only be a great thing for amateur radio and global friendship. So, don't be bored at home. Get on the radio. Don't wait for conditions to improve. Use the technology available at your fingertips and explore the world via IRLP or Echolink. I am sure you'll find many like-minded people out there looking to pass the time in home isolation. And maybe, like the Ipswich and District Radio Club, you could form a friendship and partnership with another club on the other side of the globe. And don't forget, Amateur Radio has been practising social distancing for over a 100 years. All of us are experts at it. Reporting from Ipswich, this is Alan Roebuck, VK4 Hotel India Tango. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Ham Radio Operational News is the contact sport. I'm Felix VK for a few Q. News, talk and radio sport. Here with VK1 WIA. The date for the next Harrenhal Sprint will be Saturday, May 2nd, 2020, 10 hours to 11.46 UTC. May 30, 31, the CQ Worldwide WPX contest for amateurs worldwide to contact as many amateurs and prefixes as possible during the contest using CW. The VK Shire is the June long weekend, which is a weekend prior to the second Monday of June this year making June 6 and 7 in 2020. IAAHF World Championship July 13-14. Trans-Tasman Low Band Contest. Next contest 17 July 2020 and has the aim of encouraging low band activity between VK and ZL on 160, 80 and 40 metres using SSB, CW and RD or PSK. RD or Remembrance Day Contest will be August 15-16. Graham Alston, VK3GA WA Awards Manager, joins me now to announce the release of updated modern certificates for our multi-mode and multi-band DXCC awards. Thanks to the generous efforts of Robert Broomhead, VK3DN, and Mark Hillman, VK3OHM, these new certificates are professionally designed and have a crisp modern look, all in high definition. The new certificates now follow a consistent design using a modern toolset. The list of awards with new certificates can be found on the WIA Awards website. You are invited to reprint your existing certificates. Advice on how to achieve the best prints has also been provided on the website. 73 from Graham Alston, VK3GA, WIA Awards Manager, on behalf of the Awards Committee. Thanks, Graham. Now news from the Anzac front. Radio Images remember with now not one but two events. First is the long-running, in fact, nine-year event we proudly know as AMNCW and ANZAC Day. The event honours those modes used by service personnel in earlier wars, and the event idea came from a conversation between Mike, Ben J. Patterson, VK4MIK, and a World War II PNG Coast Watcher, Lionel Veal. We VK and ZL operators are asked to consider changing modes on ANZAC Day radio nets, as an honour and amateur radio salute to those who served or are serving. On the second front, a new one pops up, known as the Anzac Day QSO Party. To help overcome the current restrictions, the St George Amateur Radio Society will be sponsoring a QSO Party on Anzac Day, Saturday 25th of April 2020. The intention of the QSO Party is for amateur radio operators to keep in contact on air with fellow operators and to recognise the services of many amateur radio operators 
from both sides of the Tasman Sea in defending our freedom. The Anzac Day QSO party commences at 3pm Eastern Standard Time and concludes at 9pm. Bands and modes of operation are 40 and 80 metres SSB, VK2RLE and VK2RDX 2 metres VHF FM repeaters and the VKDMR network. The QSO party is open to all amateur radio operators with a participation certificate available, which recognises all of the aims of the event. Complete operating and participation details are available on the St George Amateur Radio Society website, sgars.org. And now to WIA Director-Elect Lee Moyle, VK3GK. Thanks, Felix. WIA celebrates World Amateur Radio Day and 110 years anniversary, celebrating amateur radio's contribution to society. From Saturday, April 18, 2020, and for a period of six months, the Wilds Institute of Australia will be activating a special on-air event to celebrate World Amateur Radio Day and the WIA's 110 years anniversary. Every year on April 18th, radio amateurs worldwide take to the airwaves in celebration of amateur radio and to commemorate the formation of the International Amateur Radio Union, IARU, on April 18th, 1925. World Amateur Radio Day is the day when IARU member societies can show our capabilities to the public and promote global friendship among amateurs worldwide. The theme of World Amateur Radio Day is celebrating amateur radio's contribution to society. And this is especially relevant given the important role amateur radio will play as the current global crisis unfolds. The Wilds Institute of Australia, as different IARU societies around the world decide to to join a special event in which we encourage as many amateurs as possible to get on the air and contact as many WIA stations as possible. And in addition, to celebrate the 110 years anniversary as the oldest amateur radio society in the world. WIA official stations will operate across Australia from 12.01am Eastern Standard Time on April 18th, which is 14.01 Zulu on the 17th. The WIA official station call signs are VK1 WIA, VK2 WIA, VK3 WIA, VK4 WIA, VK5 WIA, VK6 WIA, VK7 WIA, VK8WIA and VI110WIA. Those contacting one or more of the special event stations will be eligible for a special commemorative certificate noting their participation. QSL confirmation will be available using EQSL and LO2W or Log of the World. Are you active on social networks? Don't forget to use the hashtags. Hashtag WIA. Hashtag WIA110 years. Hashtag Team WIA. And be proud to be part of our team. See you on the air. 7-3 from Lee, VK3GK. A great initiative indeed, Lee. Here is some entertainment for these days of confinement. Try to get the EURAO Award. The EURAO Award. Rewarding hams and SWLs around the world. Just enter QSOs registered in EQSL with AG stations one per country, and when you reach the ten countries, with seven of them European, you will get the basic version of the award. After this, don't stop. Keep accumulating countries, you will go up in the ranking, and will be able to get the versions bronze, silver, or gold, which require 25, 50, or 75 countries. Before downloading the award, you should provide a copy of your licence, because this award is officially recognised in some countries.
Bernard, DL2GAC, will be staying on the air from the Solomon Islands as H44MS for a while yet. He was to have departed April 23, but his flight has been cancelled. Be listening for H44MS on 83.6 metres using SSB and FT8. Cyprus Special Event Members of the Cyprus Amateur Radio Society during the entire year of 2020, as this is an important year for the Republic of Cyprus, which completes 60 years since its establishment, can use 5B60 prefix. Specifically, CARS members are able to use the 5B60 prefix instead of 5B if they wish until the 31st of December 2020. Special call sign ZS95SARL celebrates the 95th birthday of the South African League during 2020. Many ZS clubs are signing ZS95SARL during 2020. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ in England. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART. Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. IARU turns 95. Saturday the 18th of April was World Amateur Radio Day, this year marking the 95th anniversary of the International Amateur Radio Union. Around the world, amateur radio special event stations mark the event on the air, starting on the 18th at 0000 UTC and continuing until the 19th at 23.59. The theme this year is celebrating amateur radio's contribution to society, and the COVID-19 pandemic casts the event in a different light than years past. IARU President Tim Allen, Victor Echo 6 Sierra Hotel slash Golf 4 Hotel Uniform Alpha, says... A few short weeks ago, many of us could not imagine the levels of isolation that we're now dealing with and the sacrifices of many on the front lines of the pandemic. As we've done in past challenges to our society, amateur radio will play a key part in keeping people connected and assisting those who need support. For radio amateurs in IARU Region 2, the COVID-19 pandemic is an experience that has affected homes, communities and countries in different ways but it has rekindled the solidarity and support that radio amateurs can offer to their communities, neighbouring countries, governments and NGOs involved in relief work via the amateur radio stations installed in homes with the use of communications networks via radio and or the different VOIP modes used by radio amateurs as an alternate communication channel for the delivery and reception of messages from diverse origins. Across the ditch, to our friends in New Zealand, the Otago Daily Times newspaper reports amateur radio activity has flourished since the COVID-19 lockdown began in New Zealand. The newspaper says Dunedin operator David Mulder, Zulu Lima 2 Alpha Lima, has noticed people increasingly using this means of keeping in touch with far-flung friends. Some amateur radio operators, including Cliff Gray, who lives near Balclutha, are also taking part in a months-long New Zealand-based marathon event which began at the weekend. Operators aim to achieve at least four successful QSOs a day with fellow operators in New Zealand or overseas. 
Mr Mulder, who is the New Zealand Association of Radio Amateurs, NZART, Otago branch president, said it's interesting to get other people's feelings and situations and their lockdowns, how they're coping and what they're saying. To Germany, DARC reported back in 2018 and 19 how Reinhardt Delta Kilo 5 Lima Alpha supported the Harbin Institute of Technology in China with the EME system for the Chinese Longjian 2 moon mission. The experiments of the mission were conceived and implemented by radio amateurs. In China, Wei Ming Chuan, Bravo Golf 2 Bravo Hotel Charlie was responsible. A few days ago, Reinhardt received a call from Wei directly from China. The latter had heard that coronavirus had arrived in Germany, so he really wanted to hear Reinhardt's voice in person to inquire about his health. Wei was obviously worried about Reinhardt because he'd learned the supply of protective masks in Germany is currently limited, so he insisted on sending him some protective masks. Reinhardt was very happy to hear Wei's voice and receive protective masks from him. Wei is currently doing as well as Reinhardt. Anyone who claims that radio amateurs can only do technology will find another example of lived ham spirit, summarises another ham, Delta Lima 2 Echo Papa. To galactic news, I conclude this week's international news with news of a galactic event. Contester DXA and solar watcher Frank Donovan, Whiskey 3 Lima Papa Lima, has said some of us have noticed a slight uptick in solar activity since Christmas Eve. When Solar Cycle 25 spots, AR2753 and AR2754 appeared, only one of the five subsequent sunspots, AR2757, has been from Cycle 24. All of the sunspots over the last 12 months have been relatively weak and have had little effect on propagation. Frank notes that even though the start of cycle 25 will not officially be declared until later this year, it's highly likely that it started December 24, 2019. The next important event to look for is a strong cycle 25 sunspot, hopefully this year, he added. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hi, I'm Bruce, VK3FFF from sunny Bendigo. Worldwide Special Interest Group News, CW. Tweet with Morse code. Key chirps of the bird kind are to be found in an article in a Raspberry Pi magazine, Magpie, by PJ Evans of Milton Keynes. He shows how you can tweet with Morse code. He said, Although initially challenging, learning Morse code is rewarding and can inspire operators to go on to the rich and fascinating world of amateur radio. Over to you. The article appears on pages 42 to 45 of issue 92 of the Raspberry Pi magazine, which is available as a free PDF at the web URL shown in this week's WIA National News Service on wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Defence Annual Armed Forces Day Crossband Test 
postponed. Due to the ongoing COVID-19 response and mitigation actions, the 2020 Armed Forces Day crossband test scheduled in the USA May 9th has been postponed. Because it's uncertain just when stay-at-home orders will be lifted across the US, AFD planners chose to postpone this year's event because the government stations that typically support this event may not be available. Armed Forces Day crossband test planners are considering scheduling a November event in honour of Veterans Day, depending on COVID-19 mitigation actions. During the AFD crossband test, military stations in various locations transmit on selected military frequencies and announce the specific ham frequencies they are monitoring to work radio amateurs. Worldwide Special Interest Group Females in Radio India Conference Server on Echolink Node 425376, an international wire net, has been growing since the start of the lockdown around the world. Wiles from around the globe have been checking in with one another for a half hour of traffic and, just importantly, friendship. The YL Net meets every day at 12.30 UTC with Bharathi VU2RBI as net control. Female Spy RSGB report the Commonwealth Wargraves Commission visited the RSGB National Radio Centre to make a film about the spy set displayed in the foyer. Armed with just a false passport and a pistol, Noor Inyat Khan became the first woman radio operator to be sent to Nazi-occupied France during the Second World War. Now, 75 years on from her death, the Commonwealth Wargraves Foundation is keeping her story alive through a new interactive exhibition, thanks to the support of Biffer Award and Association of Independent Museums at the Commonwealth Wargraves Commission's Runnymede Memorial. In this video, radio communications specialist G3NCN talks about the kind of radio Noor would have used when she operated behind enemy lines. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier Amateur Radio on the International Space Station ARIS has two primary initiatives underway. One is to develop virtual school contacts to link each student in their home through its Telebridge stations. The other is to plan SSTV picture downlink sessions during which pictures from ISS can be received by all in their homes. AMSAT EA registering SANOSAT-1 for AMSAT Nepal. The Union of Spanish Amateur Radio Operators Satellite Group, AMSAT-EA, is registering with IARU and the ITU the AMSAT Nepal Satellite, SANOSAT-1. This is being done due to the difficulty of carrying out this procedure in the Asian country. This is a one-off collaboration which will allow said satellite to fly under the Spanish flag and should be launched jointly with the AMSAT-EA, EASAT-2 and Haiti satellites, possibly with SpaceX, later this year. Special Interest Groups, VHF and above, the plumber's delight. 
historic first transatlantic contact made on 432 megahertz. On Tuesday, the 7th of April 2020, a remarkable contact was made on the FT8 digital mode on the 432 MHz band between D4VHF on the Cape Verde Islands off the coast of Africa and FG8OJ in Guadeloupe in the Caribbean. This was the first 70 centimetres transatlantic contact without using satellites or the moon. The most likely mode of propagation was marine ducting, with the signal being trapped close to the ocean. FG8OJ in Guadeloupe was also, coincidentally, the first to work across the Atlantic on 144 MHz when he worked D41CV in Cape Verde on the 16th of June 2019. I'm Bruce. VK3 Triple F. 2020 social scene as we wrap up the news. In VK7, it's their biennial ham fest in November. VK4, three ones coming up. Rockhampton Amateur Radio Club's annual dinner, Saturday, November 21. The Townsville Amateur Radio Club's Christmas party, Sunday, the 13th of December from 2. And the Tar Christmas Lights Tour, Friday, December 18, from 7 pm. In 2021, in VK2, the Wyong Field Day, the tentative date, February 28, and Alara Meet 2021 in Bendigo, October 1 to 4. Now, just remember that social distancing as I leave you this week. Keep one wavelength away at 144 MHz. Remember, hashtag two metres matter. I'm Graham, VK4BB, walk softly and stay safe. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.